This is a jam, 19.4 Capital FM. June Gashui and Martin Karaoke. Jam master number 3 million. <laughs> yes, indeed. And the most important number is 3. 3 million? 3 million. Tell me why. Why is 3 million important? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just is that saying. how much you want in your bank account uh, by the end of this month? In euros, yes. In euros? In euro. Hey, uh, that hey. would be fantastic. So just take what we have. What's the currency here? Is this the, dollars? The, the, the Kenya. The Kenya dollar, shillings. The Kenya shilling. Three million Kenya shillings right now, by the way. Uh, please, be sh- you'll be in shock. Uh, we, we can finish it very fast. Yeah? <clears throat> yeah. Doing very, very important things. Important things. Like? Investing. In what? In stocks. Oh. And bonds. <laughs> and insurance. Life okay. insurance. Life insurance. Mm. Mm. But there's someone <laughs> who can tell us more about it. <laughs> we have a jam master. And this question goes out to you. To, to everyone who comes into this studio, by the way, it's a very simple question, but it's 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 up to, it's up to you it's up to you how you interpret it. But here's a question: Who are you? <laughs> so I'm Laila Masharia. Great to be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really a pleasure. Um, so I'm a Kenyan, mm-hmm. uh, but like many of us, after a while, I started. Uh, Gallivanting, moving around. Uh, my parents moved to Somalia and then ah, Namibia. Allah. I moved to the US on my own. Uh-huh. Um, but still really, really proud of uh, this that Kenyan generation. You know, it was that independence generation that used to really have a vision for the way they would develop this country. And uh-huh. a lot of them are into service. So those are the people who raised us all. Yeah. So very proud. But I'm also a creative. I'm a playwright. I write uh, fiction. I'm an orator. I play music. In high school, my friends used to laugh at me and call me a fiddler. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, it's there that I learned to be an entrepreneur, though, because I started selling my artwork. And it sold very briskly amongst teenagers. It was a product that was designed, what we call product market fit uh-huh. uh, for teenagers. <laughs> I would get us love songs that were very famous, and I would create love scrolls. I would depict the, the story of the song. I would wrap it around in a scroll and then sell those. And people would buy them. Teenagers, men, girls, boys, everything. Yours for the asking as yes, a scroll. Yes, yes, exactly. There you go. Hey. Was, this, was this like during Valentino <laughs> or just like random? <laughs> no, Friday. this was my business. When was the best day for Biashara? Because I had Friday. <laughs> I feel like Friday. Some people were about to go and leave. Of course, many, much of this was boarding school. So yeah. I had to wait until people were going out. And so that's when I started now becoming an entrepreneur and, and starting to invest. You're a person of letters. <laughs> that's that's also true. I'm Once. also a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I see yes. what you did there. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Bit of a segue. <laughs> Yes, but yeah, yes. so uh, carry on with you. Uh, you started as teenagers were buying stuff. Of yes, you. yes. So that's how I learned about entrepreneurship, and mm-hmm. I carried on with that. Mm-hmm. I did go to law school, but even when I was in law school, I was investing. That time it was in the U.S. Investing mm. in properties, and continued to do that when I came back to Kenya. I uh, really got deep into real estate, and part of that is how I got involved with Centum, where we were part of the group that uh, worked with. Uh, the board to create uh, two rivers, okay. uh, which many of us now enjoy. We're very proud of that property and hope you can all come and uh, see what's going on there. Mm. We were there last week for uh, <laughs> at the launch of the new movie. Angela knows how to pronounce it. Uh, what is the t- full title of the of the movie <laughs> cinema at two rivers? What's it called? Oh. Century Cinemax. Century Cinemax. Yes. So, so we are enjoying biggest, it quite, quite. It's the biggest quite. Cinemax in, the, in, in East Africa here. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, so well done. And we're in the process of developing a conference center there that will draw everybody to Nairobi. Um, oh. 
Yeah, so from there, I continued investing. And uh, from there, then uh, got into an opportunity. After doing real estate in East Africa for quite a while, mm-hmm. uh, ended up in uh, investing, being approached by a young founder, a wonderful man called Wilfred Kumi, who was a stranger to me at the time, yeah. and convinced me to invest in, in a business as an angel investor, which now has become Africa Digital Media Institute. What? Now with uh, something like 5,000 5, students later from 30 different countries, and doing things at the intersection of creativity, tech, and business. Because, you know, when we were coming up, being an artist or a creative was, you know, you told your parents that, they would get so depressed. Go for the the they pray <laughs> a rosary get a real job. Stop yeah. jokes here, yeah. okay? <laughs> Our family needs uh, serious <laughs> people. Exactly. <laughs> but now with technology and with business, you can really create a career that, uh, you know, like you people, you can Ooh. become more dosi, like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> But let's talk. Let's talk to our doses first. We'll be back. We are ja- we have a jam master here. Laila Masharia is here. She could be talking to us some more about her experiences, her challenges in whatever she's doing. And I'm very very happy that you're here. I'd like to ask you questions uh, about cre- cre- creatives that you have right now that you're that you're mentoring. That she's nurturing. And nurturing. At ADMI. At ADMI. Yeah. Those, and the people. And you're our neighbor. You know how rare it is to find far. people who are in the CBD. Yeah. <laughs> CBD is like this foreign uh, country that people go to. They need a visa when they get to, you know, <laughs> the museum <laughs> here around. Yeah, like, what is it? You, yeah. can, you can go to town. It's beautiful. So, who came it's here last, two week, uh, last week? Last week, Reverend uh, yeah. Julian Kula came and says, I think it's been six years. So, it's a rare thing, but it's nice to have you in studio. If you've got any questions for Laila Bashari, let us know at the Jam 984. Use the hashtag Jam Masters and drive out. Or if you're on WhatsApp, 0701-984-984. The Jam, June Gashui and Martin Karaoke. Thank you. Jam Masters. Thank you, June. Carry on. Oh, well done. <laughs> I never thought we'd get here, but we have received... <laughs> Lift off and confirmation. <laughs> so we have our jam master in studio, Laila Masharia, is here, has taken us through a little bit about what her formative years were like, how she found herself in the space that she currently is in, um, interested in, in investing in property, in real estate. Um, but also, we we stopped right before the, the business news uh, when we were talking about ADMI, which is the Africa Digital Media Institute, um, which is just here in the Sibidu. So tell us a little bit about um, ADMI and one of the platforms um, that I've seen you speak about called Accelerated. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, so ADMI is really trying to take advantage of this opportunity that we have seen. Mm-hmm. You know, with 5G, with the metaverse, mm-hmm. with uh, this big migration online, everybody's on a mobile phone across the world. And uh, there's also a dissatisfaction with some of the results that people are seeing from higher education. And they're mm-hmm. asking, Is there, isn't there something more where mm-hmm. we can give people a short but targeted um, education that allows them to go to work, mm-hmm. that w- makes them graduate as confident professionals, able to go and start making a living, whether they're freelancers or they're employed and that's what ADMI aims to do we look at all the new areas of creative technology from film and TV um, to broadcasting we also do work uh, especially in digital media mm-hmm. game development animation mm-hmm. photography and now we're going into immersive media as well which is virtual production creating mm-hmm. for virtual reality mm-hmm. and uh, the thing that distinguishes this this concept is really that we invest heavily in psychosocial support everybody gets very practical training their hands are on the equipment from the beginning so by the time they graduate they're really ready to work mm-hmm. employers have really supported us we have over 300 employer partners. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, that unique learn and work model is really paying off. So we have very, very high gradu- uh, employment rates on graduation. Right after, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's, no I think stories that's about... Tamaking. Uh, Tamaking uh, and stories on the, c- on the, uh, on the job. CV. The CV, no. Yeah. The CV, the job. The cover letter. Uh, not the cover letter. Job description. The, the other one. Uh, what, the, 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 what the one for, uh, we need people who have worked for three years experience. Please take this guy to oh. <laughs> job experience. Enter DMI and come out. <laughs> uh, we need people with years experience that, so they come out yes. ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, and, and I, I really appreciate that that angle that you've taken. I used to say when I was looking to hire, when I became a, an employer of persons, oh, oh. Um, I, it really was a stressful time because I'm like, my goodness, these universities have literally, I used the word vomiting, yeah, these uh, graduates into our space. And it's now our job to do what they did, failed to do for three years. Teach them. Because at the end of the day, the transition from the theory you've learned to uh, you've started work today, a client has walked in, and you need to solve their problem. Yeah. And it's they are completely incapable of doing they it. look at notes. Because <laughs> they haven't had that practical yeah. hands-on experience. They want to get the textbook out, and I'm like, hello, the client is in front of you. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. I say hello, like engage yeah. with the other human yeah. being. So I really appreciate that. I think... Mm-hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, the, the subjects that you're offering are also very hands-on. They are practical in nature. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, somebody wants to come back and become, uh, you know, a, a teacher or, mm-hmm. a, you know, go into academia. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really uh, a timely solution that you're offering. And, and most of the youth, yeah, as we call them, because we, we know that we have a very young population yeah. in Kenya now. Mm-hmm. Um and these are probably the industries that they will find themselves in exactly, and exactly. forge their own uh, path. Um, so I, 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 wa- I want to ask the question: You you are not in the uh, demographic of these of these twenty something <laughs> year olds. Yeah. So me, yeah, I just want to ask: wh- yeah. What what happened? How much are you reading to be able to understand <laughs> what they are talking about? Exactly. No, you know, at the end of the day, we're all human. And for me, I see this as a really big part of my investment, mm. not not just investing in the sense of financially, yes. but really investing in the next generation, because this is going to be, there's such a big opportunity out there. You know, they're saying that there's some 80 million jobs yeah. worldwide that yeah. uh, CEOs and companies are looking for people to fill and they can't find people. At the same time, we're saying that by 2030, there'll be, uh, you know, actually, at present, globally, there's 80 million young people mm. who are unemployed, and, and that yeah, says the, the solution yes. is in plain sight. So yeah. it's a, it's a thing about skills mismatch. So it's something that we all need to invest in. Yeah. And even as you mentioned, the universities, I think overall, uh, from industry, from academia, from those of us who are employers, we're all realizing that there's a problem, and government yeah. too. Yeah. And how do we now refresh these curricula to mm. get these young people ready for mm. work? Mm. So indeed, we're making an investment in these young people, listening to them, but also really because one of the things I'm noticing is that there's a crisis of mentorship Mm -hmm. it seems like we there's expertise and there's experience that you can get but somebody needs to show you the ropes you don't know what you don't know at that age so you really need somebody to hold your hand help you understand these opportunities as they are and link you to them did we have that though did we would you say that we had mentors or did we just sort of get on with it because I, I I definitely recall having people who I could go to and ask questions mm-hmm. and they were open enough to 
to sort of help me along. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if I would have called them maybe a now. Mm. Yeah. But but it's not a mentor where you go and sit and have coffee yeah. and discuss once, your life. It's more at, yes. Exactly. Yeah. It's more like your boss or your older people okay. who okay. have walked that path who guide you. And now there seems to be almost a, a de- denigration of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's this idea that who are these people who, you know, with all their gray hairs, what do they have to tell mm. me? But without somebody showing you the ropes, you can really, really struggle for a long time. Mm. And so we are trying to make sure that we have a very hands-on mentorship, the deliberate mentorship from the very beginning. But the other thing we've realized when people graduate and now they go into the world of work, because of the way things are changing, we've heard about AI and automation Mm. and all these things that are coming, blockchain. And what it's doing is that it's challenging everybody to have to upskill all the time, which is why we created Accelerated. And it's a career accelerator. That's why it's called that. Because we've noticed that people are coming back all the time. Things are changing. Whether you're, if you're a marketer, you need to now learn digital marketing. If you used to be a record keeper, now it's data analytics. Mm-hmm. It's how do you pre- present that data in a way that people understand it, yeah. a real client yeah, yeah, in front yeah. of you. So we're investing in getting even people who are professionals to keep going back and changing our mentality, which used to be, I've cleared school, you know? Yeah, that, that I've, cleared. I've cleared. I've cleared. Martin, <laughs> 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 cleared. It's just down the road speaking, here. <laughs> speaking of mentorship, June, I yes. feel like the teachers we had were more knowledgeable at that time. Okay. And some of them also used to bring in others, like students from before to mm. come in who were actually like in media school where I was, there were people who had actually graduated from that college and were doing pretty well for themselves and mm. they came back to, to talk, talk to, to us. you guys. And there is and, and, and they were basically and the teachers who were teaching us were actually still working in mm. the media. That's so a big that, part of it, yeah, so, yeah, industry so, practitioners. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if that's 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 mentorship uh, somewhat. Mm. Now in, in some universities you find a person who's uh, let's talk about law that you both understand mm. who has never been in court but is teaching you <laughs> law uh, what's it criminal law mm. doesn't know ma- mm. much about what's going on right now and is giving you the, all those things will you respect them and listen to them as a student I mean, I'm a respecter of persons yeah. like overall mm. but like yeah I see your point Get I it? would probably like struggle <laughs> <laughs> right jump masters capital FM June Gashui, Mati Karaoke. And Senja, come on. <laughs> Who is Senja? Najam, Master. <laughs> Laila Masharia really loves this song. You have to tell us why. What is it about Senja, come on, that gets you? <laughs> Senja, come on. Senja, come on. <laughs> it's just so symbolic. Uh, that group and that song about just, just that fusion we're talking yeah. about. Right? So local talent. Yeah. But you see what happens when they put in modern twists, make mm-hmm. it fusion. And then take it tech, right? Yeah. Everybody knows this. It's, it's really the, the power of that story. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what we're here for. So so let me ask you, what are the what are the main challenges you've experienced? Because I think you've got such clarity when you speak about the vision. Mm-hmm. And I saw you describe yourself as a futurist in, mm-hmm. in, in, mm-hmm. in one or two places. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're very clear about what you want to achieve. I cannot imagine that it is easy. So mm-hmm. let, maybe let's speak a little bit about what are the challenges or obstacles that... Uh, that would stop you from getting to that vision maybe faster, you know, as quickly as you'd like? Mm. No, no, no. There have been, been some hard lessons. I, I don't call them mistakes. I call them uh, material miscalculations. Wow! Uh, Hold on one second. <laughs> material. This is everyone who has had a bad relationship. This is a the text that's going out. You are material <laughs> miscalculation. Okay, please proceed. Yes, yes, yes. So, so, so there's, there's many challenges, of course. I yeah. mean, and this is not even getting to the things that 
that are happening around us, global pandemics, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in business, one of the things that has really sunk for me is this idea of appreciating risk as well as return. So mm-hmm. the thing with being a, an entrepreneur, especially one who's very mission driven, because for me, entrepreneurship and finance is like my way of social change, mm-hmm. which is why I'm so focused on the youth and creating work and creating jobs and making sure that every family has prosperity. That's mm-hmm. why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you're driven like that, it's very easy, especially in the early days for me, to forget that there's this risk, there's mm-hmm. a downside. Mm-hmm. So one of the big lessons has been really learning to balance those two things, to test your ideas in a product development sense, mm-hmm. making sure what you're, bu- you know, there's this saying, you you build it and they will come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they don't sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was in a movie. This is why <laughs> movies are cheating us. That line was in a movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, so just make sure that what you're building is what your users want, that it yeah. fits what they can pay. They're ready, willing, and able to pay for it. Yeah. And the other thing I've learned to over time is that ideas are great but everybody has them. Mm. Where the magic is, is an execution. Mm. Do you know how to build something small, grow on it? You know when they say, we'll trust you with small things first and then you build that. Lofty ideas are great but they're very easy and they're very cheap. Mm. Yeah, so that's on the business side but I think that on the leadership side too, there's a Mm. lot of challenges because Mm. right now everybody's talking about leadership. It's so fashionable. Mm. You know, the leader in you Mm. (laughs) and and all of that. Mm. But you know, leadership Leadership is hard and I always say that if you're being called to leadership, think very hard and it's okay to say no. Because when we think of some leaders, like if you think of Jesus the Christ, for example, mm. you know, when he needed his friends, they fell asleep. Mm. You know? <laughs> He's after like, you guys, all I'm asking I mean, you is just stay Martin, up. After 9 p.m. Just are you stay for me. Stay away. That's all I'm this asking. A, I'm going to go uh, here and pray. This is a very, bad, what uh, is a very bad internal joke. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue with what we were discussing, June. <laughs> so your, your followers, you know, for especially the more senior you get, followers yes. can be very fickle. If you think yeah. of now a political leadership kind oh. of situation, situation um so and and sometimes you can have a vision and you want to go but when you're a leader you're seeing things that others can't so Mm. you can be quite far ahead Mm. and bringing people along can be very challenging and lonely so some of these things i think as we go into leadership we really have to be honest with people about what it takes but one thing we can do as is as a follower really learn to support your leaders and Mm. back them up right Uh, and that's one of the things i say like about the new administration that Mm. has come in Mm. right like whether or not you voted for them, the impo- the important thing is to support them because if it's some of these uh, pl- uh, platforms that they have mm. around, why, you know, as funders, seeing the informal sector organized so that we can find, feed, fund them is something that would be great. We'd all benefit. So learning to stand behind people and support whoever your leaders are is a very important part yes. of showing leadership. Followership is a very big talent. So how do we bring that back into Kenyan culture? Because I've noticed Kenyans do not support even for the smallest things. They want free tickets. Yeah. June, you should or they know don't this. know how to follow. They don't I, know how to I follow. I feel like the crisis we have <laughs> yeah. is everyone thinks they can be a leader yeah, in their And they would be doing right. a better job. And they yeah. would be doing a better job. Yeah. They have a lot of opinions about yeah. what you're doing yes. um, and want to share those opinions and then mm. get offended when you don't take them yes. up mm. on board. Mm. Mm. Which just speaks to me of you, you, please just wait for your turn. And you used an expression uh, right at the beginning and you said when you're called to leadership, mm-hmm. yeah, at the risk of being overly spiritual. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like, you know, sub- areas of like service, mm-hmm. it's leadership. It's a, you're, it's a calling. Mm-hmm. You, there are some jobs, Martin, karaoke, you cannot do yeah, because you are absolutely. not called. You mm-hmm. don't have the... It's not your burden. It's not your burden. <laughs> and same for me. Like mm-hmm. I don't, there's some things I don't have patience for. Mm-hmm. I do think leadership is one of those things mm-hmm. that you have to be called oh. 
to do mm. to so, sacrifice to sacrifice mm. yeah it's mm. service mm. it really is service yeah um okay okay interesting so we just follow them whether we like them or not no 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 we support <laughs> Because if we win, we win. I don't like the Linda I have. No, we are all in this together, yeah. and and we really, really have to see this plan through. If we can really empower the the poor, that mm. you know that bottom forty percent that mm. that we've been talking about, we all get a market, we all get customers, we all get people that we can pull together to create a brilliant future. The mm. prosperity would be that un, would be unlocked mm. is a lot. So mm. we really need to get mm. behind mm. this plan. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll be back. Uh, there's a song here that I must play. Okay. It's called Superstar because we have a superstar hey. in the studio. Uh, Googs and Vinnie Banton <laughs> singing about Laila Masharia, our jam master. <laughs> if you have any comments, please let us know at the jam name for the hashtag is jam masters, hashtag drive out. And you can WhatsApp us on 0701 984 984. Capital FM. And we have a superstar as a jam master who's a master as well yes. in her field. In her field. Yeah. So I have, I have a question mm. uh, and, and for all of you who are tuned in, you, you know, what, what is, I want to know uh, <laughs> and, and just excuse how this question will come out because my head is it's processing as my mouth is talking, mm. which is not always wise. <laughs> but me now, June, who is listening on this on this wonderful program, yeah. wants to be an angel investor. Mm. Okay, and and I don't know where to start. Mm. I can offer prayers. <laughs> I can <laughs> offer support. But what what if I if I say this is the thing I'd like to end up doing, um, because I really believe or I'm passionate about this particular area. Mm. What steps would you if you were to give me like three pointers mm. um, to start sort of building up that kitty, what would you say? Mm, so the first thing is to relax. Huh? Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. Because I'm very stressed now. Hey! <laughs> thank you! Relax! Yeah, that's a because thing I Because this with, angel yes. investment yes. is just now kizungumingi. Okay. Why mm. I say that yeah. is because all of you who are in a chama yeah. already know how it is to pull capital together for a cause. Yes. It's just at that time you were investing in land and now we're just mm. asking you to diversify and understand that this company is coming up where if you understand the sector or you can get people to help you understand it you can mm. actually put that money into businesses that are growing and create jobs for people the next myth around this first is that it's it's a complicated concept mm. that's from somewhere else no mm. no no we've been no, investing we in this for long you exactly. know hence angel yeah <laughs> exactly. but the second one is really that you don't have to have a whole lot of money especially okay. if you're pooling yeah. it's about putting aside the same way you have a diversified portfolio where you have some insurance you have some stocks, you you have some savings mm. and you have that same chama that has the land, you can put some money together with some friends and start investing in companies mm -hmm. uh, that you believe in. And now there's so much support lately for people who are doing angel investing. In the early days, it used to be on your own. Yeah. But now there's the Africa Business Angels Network. Within Nairobi, there's a number of, of angel networks where you can join. They'll actually do a lot of due diligence for you and with you so that you understand these companies mm. better before you put your money in. And then there's others coming in with you, including people who understand the sector. The sector yeah, okay. so there's a lot of help now, and you can just get started small, and then you can build up over time. Okay, okay. Mm. So so the, the, I, I wanted to ask you if you could just walk us through a day in the life of Laila Masharia. Yes. I feel like you're, you're kind of like me. I mean, I'm told all the time, you do so many things. <laughs> and I feel like you're one of those people also. So what, what does a day in your life look like? 
Um, I'd say it's very busy. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, I have a lot going on. I, I am quite driven. Mm. I have a lot of, of like uh, excitement around what I'm doing and yes. a lot of passion. Yes. Um, but I also think that time is short. Yeah. Um, and some of the things that we're trying to do, really, people are depending on you kind of getting up in the morning mm. and doing it. So I spend my day investing. Um, I invest in my family. I have friendships. Mm. Um, I'm a wife. I'm a mom. Uh, and many other things, but sometimes I say that being mom is actually quite a high honor as mm. well. Right? <laughs> um, so there's that, and that takes some time. It's mm. an investment. Mm. I, I also sit on boards. I serve as a director at Centum, mm. and that's investing in a lot of Kenyan companies and East African properties and companies, trying yeah. to, again, create jobs and raise African companies for world domination, which really fits with my DNA. Mm. Um, and then in addition to that, I serve on the board of ABSA, which also has really done a, you've seen a big rebrand yes. towards Africanicity and really embracing Africanness in its brand. And that too, including our, you know, doing more things with SMEs and women to really try and empower businesses to come out. And then the rest of it is really with ADMI mm -hmm. and trying to really reposition this company. We're, we're still growing. We're still excited. A very sustainable company. And there's actually some exciting news coming out in a couple of days. Yay. But, but in addition to that, seeing how can we serve more people? How mm. can we prepare kids for the future of work? How can we upskill professionals? How can we prepare people for this metaverse? And then the last area of, of investment for me is really in leaders. Because, you know, we hear a lot about the leaders of tomorrow. But one of the things that I've noticed is senior leaders. Even people assume that now just because you're, I don't know, a cabinet secretary, mm. you've somehow figured it all out. Yeah. But that's where now we really need to invest in leaders. Really give these people spaces for refreshment, mm. for reflection, and really back them up so that they're able to do what we've commissioned them to do for us. So those are my areas of investment. You can see that in a day, that's, or in a week, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's quite a bit. But, but I love it, and yeah. I'm very inspired. Money investments uh, buildings let's call them buildings and and then you do students yeah mm -hmm. and, and then, then family family Ma wife and mom mom so where are the friendships hobbies? where are the hobbies those, those are my hobbies do for oh, those, those, those are your hobbies <laughs> Laila. What, what do you do for fun like if you sleep listen See, i told you about creative swim all oh, right <laughs> so you write but now that was a business music. when you were younger now it's just for fun so you sing or you play music or you write music. <laughs> no, I enjoy music. You see, when you ask me which yeah. song do I like, yeah, I couldn't even like, answer. Okay. So listening okay. to music is, yeah, is part of the... Yeah. Ah. Okay. Yeah. So in the next five uh, to ten years, what's, what's next on, on Lila's journey? So all of it for me, you know, some people talk about having jobs. For me, it's really a vocation. So mm. I think I'm here in my life to create prosperity, as I've explained. This is your purpose. This is my purpose. Mm. And that, there's many ways to do that. And uh, one of them is really trying to get Africans to get into a mindset where we move into our own space. Mm. And uh, really supporting this idea of free enterprise and, and, and sowing into business. Because uh, th this capitalist model that we hear about really has delivered for us. In mm. the world, in the 1800s, 80% of us were in dire poverty. You know that one where... You sleep hungry, mm. you're malnourished. They used to lose every one of every two kids mm. that was born. And the whole world, we have brought that number now down to 10% from 80%, just yeah. because of capitalism, globalization, and technology. Mm. So, But now with Africa, we're the only country that's left where we have people, about 30% of the population, 30 to 40, depending on the country, is still in that dire poverty. Yeah. Mm. So Africa still has a ways to go. And the way we're going to do it is exactly this way, by creating jobs. And so my vision is really to make sure that these brains that we're investing in, we think that skilling is the answer. Because mm. if we make African young people the brain capital of the world, 
brains can be exported now. They can stay right here and be doing services in digital media and other things for people all over the world. And that's what I want to spend mm. my time on. I'm mm. really, really committed to upskilling and positioning Africa as the gift mm. because mm. we have this like young that. population when other people are aging mm. and we're taking it for granted. In fact, some of our ancestors, if they saw the opportunity that's here and so are still whining and wallowing, they would yeah. come out. <laughs> They'd be very sure. <laughs> you just feel somebody chapping <laughs> you yeah. like this on <laughs> your leg or tonight. Yeah. So speaking of ancestors, uh. <coughs> I'm sorry, 20-year-old you, <laughs> what would you tell yourself right now? Yeah, I would say that everything builds on everything else. Mm -hmm. To trust the process. Mm -hmm. um, but I would still say what I'm saying now, which is there's never been a better time in human history to be a female, to be an African, to be young. The opportunity is mind-boggling. And mm. so it's really important for your mindset to shift so mm. that you're ready for that, mm. as opposed to continuing. You know, humans, we have this thing called a negativity bias, where we just focus on what's wrong. What's wrong? Especially oh, the media. It's so much easier. Becoming a victim. You people. So much oh, easier. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong? Who yeah. died? Yeah. You know, what crime? Sensationalism. Sensationalism. Yes. And instead, we as Africans especially, because of this gap I've told you about, we have a lot of work to do. Yeah. We really have to shift our mindset upskill ourselves, keep working because we are going to be the solution for the world if we do the right things. All right. I love that. Fantastic. We have permission to do that as well. Yep. We have permission to do that. So mm. how about we spend that energy not on things like corruption, mm. uh, but we use our brains for mm. good things, like get some money mm. through like legitimate ways yeah, and yeah. make a difference while we do yeah. it, while we're at it. Capital FM